Are you a veteran who is struggling with their housing due to COVID-19? Veterans, Inc. can help provide support services, including assistance with rent, deposits, utilities, as well as emergency housing to eligible, struggling veterans. If you or someone you know is in need of services, please call 1-800-482-2565 or go online to www.veteransinc.org. listening to WBCALP 102.9 FM Boston Boston's community radio station Hello hello you're listening to Never Give Up where giving up is not an option I'm your host Rochelle Jones Welcome this evening we always are glad when you come and listen in and find ways and tools of just walking out life, being strengthened, um, and basically being able to overcome adversity when it arises. And even if it's not for yourself, always know that there is somebody in your life, somebody who's watching your life, that needs to be encouraged to not give up. So uh, just remember, uh, we always end that uh Greatness is on the inside of you and just want to, want you to see yourself strong, see yourself positive, see yourself overcoming. And I don't ever want to take for granted that there are people who don't always think that way. There are people who are down. There are people who don't know or have been beaten down so much, so long that they've forgotten how and they've lowered their guard. They've put down their sword, they've put down their shield, and they just said, hey, whatever. So we're coming to talk to the whatevers that we can say, nope, nope, we're still going to take back our life. We're going to take back our vision. We're going to take back our destiny, and we're going to live life to the fullest with love, with joy, with peace. And we're going to be able to be kind. We're going to be able to do it strong. We're going to finish well. So how do we get there? Well, we get to have these encouraging conversations, sometimes difficult conversations. Sometimes we have guests on. Um, sometimes um, I, I just listen to the Holy Spirit and the voices around sometimes uh, and, and just talk from there and talk from the heart. So once again, you can always um, email us at nevergiveup. Um, never give up now, 777 at gmail.com. So we'd love to, to hear from you. Uh, one to take a look at what is a person or an assured person? What is, what is an assured, confident person look like, right? So I wanted to take from this word that I had uh, uh, written down, 2 Timothy 3.14. And it says, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. Wow. So we can build our assurance on a lot of things, but when we build our assurance on the things of God, the word of God, then, um, 
you know, we can be guaranteed. So when I look at that word assured, I see the word sure, being secure, guaranteed, being bold, being able to be authoritative or confident. So, you know, sometimes we put those words back in. It says, but continue thou in the thing which, which thou hast learned and has been guaranteed that you've felt confident about or in, right? Knowing of whom thou hast learned them. So in other words, when we want to speak into our gifts, our destiny, those things that we might have laid down, that we feel a tug to pick back up, we have to remember, we have to be assured, we have to be confident that we heard them. We heard God put on our heart those things to do, right? And we've got to be authoritative about it. So, you know, when you think about a beneficiary of an insurance policy, it's the one whose life or uh, property is insured, right? If you're a beneficiary, when that person passes, then all that they had, it goes to you, right? And so Jesus is our, was our beneficiary in a sense where the things that he has said, things that he has done, we have inherited. And so therefore, we have to walk in the authority and the boldness that he has given us, right? And when you think about that word authority, it's being able, the right to control. That means you have the right to control the things that God has inspired you to do. You have that authority. You get to command it, determine it, right? So delegated power has been given to you. In other words, legal power to enforce that thing, that call, that gift. You have the power to enforce it, right? <clears throat> so it is a power or right to direct the actions or thoughts, right? And so what are the actions and the thoughts of the things that God has given you? the things that you have uh, learned and heard to do, right? Then we have to be assured. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, so being bold, not hesitating, or being fearful, right, in the face of danger. Bold, being courageous. So we have to be courageous in the things that uh, we have heard and that we have learned, right? Sometimes it's a process trying to hear what it is that is your destiny or what God has purposed for you to do. I know I started this journey, man, back years ago. And I'm telling you, I was looking sometimes for someone to tell me what God wants for me. I don't know what he wants me to do, right? And believe me, people will tell you, but it may not be what God is saying for you to do. So you got to hear, you know, it, it's, 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 when you're created to do it, sometimes you're doing it and you don't even realize it because it's just so natural. It can flow. Sometimes we have to work at it. We have to gain skill in it, right? So, I mean, I, I just because I like watching uh, karate movies doesn't mean I, I'm going to be able to be a good karate uh, expert, but I have to be diligent, right? I've got to practice. I've got to first find a teacher, someone who can teach me and gaining the skills and the knowledge that I need to enhance 
what I like to do. So <clears throat> that's kind of the same thing. I don't know where you are in it, but you might need to acquire some extra skills and help. But whatever it is, we don't want to hesitate, walk in fear, right? But we want to walk courageous. We want to walk confident. And when we begin to explore the word confident, it's sure in oneself and abilities, right? Now, I take that real light in a sense that sometimes uh, people are saying, like, listen, I, 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 I yield myself to God. I say, Lord, lead me. The Bible tells us that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So then where's the hesitation? Is it because maybe other people may not think that we're on point and on key? But listen, it is definitely a walk that you have. And if you're really in that direction, people will uh, begin to confirm for you, like, yeah, you're in the zone. You were created to do that, right? And sometimes to the point where they'll say it and you're like, mm, I don't even know if they're telling the truth. But, but listen, you were created you are predestined to do it. That's what I want to find for my life in these years, right? I want to find that thing that God created me to do, you know? So don't put no pressure there. The Lord is going to see you through it, amen? He's going to make sure that you get there, especially if you're asking him. If you look up one day and just look up into to the heavens, look to the hills which come with your help, because your help come from the Lord, and you begin to say, Lord, I, I need some direction. <laughs> I mean, it may not be no uh, writing on the wall. It may not be no earthquakes and lightning bolts. But he's going to find a way to get you to walk in that call. Mm, hallelujah. Now, it would be nice if the leaders and the people around you recognize it, you know. Um, but... Uh, Sometimes when you hear from God, you got to walk strong. You got to walk confident. You got to walk assured. You have to walk in authority, right? Because not everyone hears what you hear about your life. <laughs> so an assured Christian, right, or an assured person who, who wants to understand, right, who they are in Christ, an assured Christian understands the authority that was been given to them by God, right? An assured Christian or assured person who follows Christ understands the mission of God, right? And what your mission to go is. Hallelujah. And so we definitely uh, begin to walk in that assuredness, in that authority. And I'm reminded, Luke 10, 19 says, Behold, I have given unto you power, authority, to tread upon the serpents and the scorpions, and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing can hurt you. And so following, you know, that, that mission, you know, that... We don't have to walk in fear, but in God's authority and his boldness. So um, an assured person who follows Christ understands that 
that the just must walk by faith. Because without faith, right, it's impossible to really please God. And, you know, we're not saying blindly, you know, go. But I remember um, when Neil Armstrong put the American flag on top of the moon. I'm pretty sure that seems like that was impossible when they were talking about men going to the moon. But he did it. And sometimes the vision that God gives you is so great, so big, it seems and feels impossible, right? Some, some people can make it look easy. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication to get there, yes, but you can get there, right? And, and it's, it's the examples when we see how our society is progressing. It all took somebody had a vision somewhere at some point and tried it, talked around, networked, whatever you want to call it. But it started with just an idea. So, Lord, show us and teach us how to take the idea and make it into that thing that you called it to be. You know, <clears throat> some people say, look at the, the large vision and work backwards. Some people only see the small vision and have to work. Some people are already tiptoed trying to reach for it, right? So <clears throat> it's, it's, it's for an appointed time. Though it tarry, wait for it. It's coming. Prepare and plan for it. It's coming. Also, we have to understand that we must trust and rely on the Holy Spirit. Have lots of books about it. Lots of books. Good morning, Holy Spirit. You know, so many um, books you can read about the Holy Spirit. Uh, but it's almost like my friend, he's uh, my friend's husband. He he's like a wilderness man. He hunts bears and deers and things like that. Now he can explain to me about the mechanics of maybe shooting a rifle, you know. And theoretically, it would be all great until I actually have to shoot, right? I actually get the gun in my hand or the rifle in my hand and have to now navigate and figure figure it out. And so <clears throat> so so sometimes just having the information isn't always the key, right? So we have to walk out our our our, our understanding and build that relationship that we really know who the person of the Holy Spirit is. And so I can give you ways on which I have challenged myself to try to gain access to the Holy Spirit. And oftentimes, I'm in the zone and unaware, right? And what do you mean? I mean that, like, the Lord is leading us. Like, he's, he's leading us. He, somebody, you know, um, he's guiding us all along the way. You know, we're trusting him. We're trusting that process. We're having conversations all along the way. Like, Lord, lead us. Lord, Lord guide us. You know, help us to really understand who you are. Because it's hard to trust and rely in a relationship you really don't have. 
or if you don't know the person. You don't know. Are they going to really show up? How I'm going to, you know, they say the, uh, the Bible says that the Holy Spirit will teach us all things, right? But if we don't know, how do we know we're being taught if we don't really know the person of the Holy Spirit? And how would we get to know the Holy Spirit if we haven't really read the Word? And sometimes, how do we really make that connection to where we're walking in a moment-by-moment relationship with the Holy Spirit? Now, I always hate to throw out so many questions and not really have the answer. But my answer to you is that you get to, you get to develop and to figure that out. You get to read your word and consider it as God speaking to you, right? So when you hear the word saying, the spirit of the Lord is upon you, for he has anointed me to preach the good news. Like some people will hear that and be like, wow, they're talking about Jesus. But sometimes I translate those things and I'm like, well, is he talking to just Jesus or is he really talking to us too? Is the Holy Spirit trying to get us to understand that we too are anointed? We too have a purpose. We too have a destiny. So we have to learn the voice of the Lord, the voice of the Holy Spirit. We have to be able to, to, to know him in our heart of hearts, right? And when we hear that word, we have to stop a moment and be like, what does that mean? You know, how, how, does that, how does that resonate in my heart and in my spirit? And how do I translate that into action and movement and what it is that the Lord is going to have me to do? So those are all, it's exciting. It's a journey. And, and guess what? It's not a, a journey that we're supposed to have figured it out overnight. It's a lifelong journey, right? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me uh, to heal the brokenhearted. Like, for some reason, like, I really take that in. I'm, I, I mean, he, there's no other vision for me. But to see how are we going to help inspire and encourage brokenness and broken people. And from a person who has been broken in her own life, how did I, how did I overcome? Like, oftentimes I run into people like, you know, they're so caught in their struggle, they really aren't taking in new information or a testimony per se. But listen, know what it's like to have been broken hearted, to, to have been betrayed, and to know that I, the, only, the only thing that I could do was to hold on and to hang in there what God had promised, even when I didn't see the promise. He said, forgive. How can you forgive people and they irritate you and they do horrible things, right? But he does. I was horrible, did horrible things, but yet he stuck by. He loved me. Is he wanting us to have that same type of character and that same type of love and concern? Well, he's like, wow, you're a new creature. Your DNA is in me. You know what I'm saying? I've given you the same power, The Spirit of the Lord is upon you too, right? How can we say that? How can we say that Luke 4, 18 and 19 is is he's speaking, right? Um, He's speaking to me. Who is the me? Well, then, of course, he was talking about Jesus because then he closed the book. But I'm reading that now in 2022, 2,000 plus years later, 
How do you take that? To preach deliverance to the captives, recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the good news, the acceptable year of the Lord, right? To preach that this is God's time to shine in your life. This is the time when you get to eradicate and renounce all of the evil that you have either done or that um, generationally has been done in your life, in your legacy, right? That you get to renounce it and say, I don't want to be a part of evil anymore. I don't want to be part of walking dark. I don't want to be blind, angry. I want the peace that God said, I can keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on me. I, I want the peace. But then you cannot think about tormenting things. You can't allow the enemy to torment you with unforgiveness and, and the news. Somebody told me about um, a, 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 a shooting spree that went on in um, Massachusetts Sunday night, last Sunday. And they say within a six or seven hour span, over uh, seven shootings. I can focus on that. I can pray, Lord, have mercy. Cause peace to be in Massachusetts. Cause peace. What is the agitation? What is the violence all about? Are, are we settling scores? Is it unforgiveness? Is it an eye for an eye? Is it territorial? Is it demonic? I, what is it? And a lot of times I can't control that. I can't control out there. But you very well control you. I'm touching my heart. You control that. You control your space. You can control how you show up. You can control how you respond. You can control maybe even a little bit of, you know, maybe not control your home, but you pretty much are the authoritative figure in your home. And therefore, you can kind of bring it into that place that it needs to be. On your job, what type of influence do you have on your job? So, so you know, I don't want to, was that a rabbit trail? <laughs> So we have to trust and rely on the Holy Spirit. We have to know the Holy Spirit, and we have to know who he says we are. And when we take that word and we begin to um, apply it, right, apply that's the word that's coming to us. He's speaking to us. And so if he's speaking to us, what is our response going to be? What is your response when you hear Jeremiah 1, 9 and 10. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. See, I have this day set, over, set, set thee over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out and to pull down and to destroy and to throw down and to build, and to plant. Wow. I mean, do you, do you get a sense 
See, what did God give us the power and the authority for? Right? He said, I've given unto you, right, power and authority to tread upon these serpents and scorpions, not physical serpents and scorpions, but over these situations that come to sting us. He said, and over all the power of the enemy. And the Lord is saying that I have set over you nations. I have given you, I have given you gifts. I have given you a purpose. I have put that in you. Just keep watering it with the word and watch it bear fruit and watch it grow. Well, we get to root out ugliness and sin and pain and fear. We get to pull down those strongholds. We get to destroy the lives of the enemy. We get to make people aware that they could possibly be walking in fear and depression. And those aren't the, those aren't, God did not give us those things. We, we get to make people aware that are you being self-righteous and judgmental? We get to throw down, hallelujah, And we get to build, and we get to plant, and we get to encourage, and we get to inspire, and we get to make a difference, and we get to make this world a better place for ourselves and for our children, for the next generation. We get to make it a better place, less controlling, less greedy, less it's all about me. Give me mine. I'm taking mine. What are you giving? What, 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 are you, what are you sharing? We've got to understand that we have to dwell in the secret place of the most. That's where your greatest, that's your greatest fight right there. It's fighting to get to the secret place of the most high daily. And to dwell there without interruptions. We don't put times on it. I'd be great if I could stay there an hour or two, day. But you got to take it, maybe guard 10 minutes. And then that 10 minutes will change into 30 minutes. And that 30 minutes, an hour, an hour a day. You get to guard your heart with all diligence, for out of it flows the issues of life. So we have to be an assured Christian, right? Hey, we've run out of time. But you're listening to Never Give Up, where giving up is not an option. I'm your host, Rochelle Jones. And remember, greatness is on the inside of you.